All right. It comes down to the last week of the season, but this is a special. This is a special week because it's Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl weekend. We are on the cusp of the last game of the season. This is the Super Bowl of Super Bowls. And why do I say that? Because your host, not me, but your co-host, his team, the Philadelphia Eagles, is playing in the Super Bowl this week. They are playing tomorrow against the Kansas City Chiefs. We are Wagers, Ragers, and we are coming to you for your final podcast of the year. It is the Kansas City Chiefs going down, hopefully, against the Philadelphia Eagles. I am your host, your co-host, Joshua J.T. Buckner, of course, joining me. And he will tell you all about this game and his team is John, the Hedgehog, Donneth, the Hedgehog. And again, we are Wagers Ragers, and we are going to tell you who's going to win this game, what props to take, and how to bet this game. All right, John, I mean, it goes without saying, I know you're feeling a million bucks right now waiting for the Philadelphia Eagles to take the field tomorrow against the Kansas City Chiefs in Phoenix, Arizona. John, tell me how you're feeling. Tell me how you're feeling! I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew! Man, I tell you what. I am pumped right now, but I do not know how I'm going to make it through the next more than 24 hours. I mean, I'm not going to be able to sleep all night. I'm not going to be able to sleep in tomorrow. I'm going to be just waiting for this game to start. JT, I mean... I know you can understand a bit of what I'm saying here is that for most of my life, it, it really felt like I would never see the Eagles win a Super Bowl. And now I've seen them play in a couple. I've seen them win one. And I cannot believe we're back in the Super Bowl again with a chance to win. I just feel so fortunate and so happy and oddly enough, kind of confident, man. Listen, this is going to be your show. Okay. This is going to be your broadcast. This is going to be you telling everyone about how the Eagles are going to do in this game. And I will just say this. I took just a little bit of solace watching the NFL awards show hosted by Kelly Clarkson. And who took the show? Who took it away? None other than my team, the New York Jets. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson. Two, two inductees into the Hall of Fame. Of course, Darrell Rivas. I mean, come on. First ballot. And finally, 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 Joe Klecko gets into the Hall of Fame. So it was a Jet-dominated award ceremony. But that is, I mean... That's that's secondary to like get being in the big game and actually playing and winning and you know and hopefully winning, uh, like your Philadelphia Eagles who won the Super Bowl not too long ago. My New York Jets they have not won since 1969, 
and I wasn't even born yet. All right, so let's dive into this game. I'm going to give you my thoughts first, then John, who is going to rip off just an, an entire, like, page by page by page analysis of why he thinks I'm going to guess although I don't know it yet because we haven't spoken about who's going to cover this minuscule point spread but I'm going to guess that I know who he's going with so here you go ready all right Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl Sunday neutral site Phoenix Arizona Battle of number one seeds. Eagles coming off a blowout of the 49ers. Thanks to the loss of Brock Purdy to an elbow injury that was the result of just a great defense by the Eagles. Backup Josh Johnson comes in. Concussion. And Brock Purdy comes back in and his elbow is so screwed up. He just can't even throw the ball. It was an absolute disaster for the 49ers. Now, if Brock Purdy was healthy, would the 49ers actually have won the game? I really don't think so. Would it have been a complete blowout? Maybe not, but I I still think the Eagles would have won by at least 14 points last week. All right. The Kansas City Chiefs, they pulled it out at the end as a result of a late hit out of bounds. Got them within field goal range. They won by three points. So, interesting storylines for not me, but for the rest of the United States, I guess, or the you know NFL football community. Kelsey versus Kelsey. Is this really a storyline? I mean, Jason Kelsey plays center. Travis Kelsey plays tight end. They don't play at the same time. I don't think it's a storyline for me. What are my storylines? And it's not Andy Reid against his old team, the Philadelphia Eagles. My storylines are Travis Kelsey versus the safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and he's probably going to be locked up on him as a tight end. Offensive tackle Orlando Brown from the Kansas City Chiefs versus who I think, honestly, John, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong going through this, probably the defensive player of the year, although he didn't win it, is linebacker. Uh, Hassan Reddick. I mean, the guy was just a one-man wrecking show. Also, sneaky, sneaky little matchup. Wide receiver Devontae Smith versus cornerback Jalen Watson for the Chiefs. Uh, Watson had interceptions versus both Joe Burrow and Lawrence. And listen, Smith is a great route runner, and I would think that um, this is going to be an interesting matchup, and it's probably going to be one of the determining factors as to who is going to win this game. So questions that I have going into this game and the the answers are going to determine who's going to win. Is Mahomes ankle close to a hundred percent high ankle sprain? High ankle sprains are very tough to come back from after a week, even two weeks off, even three weeks off, because quite honestly, he didn't look that great uh, last week or two weeks ago. I'm sorry in the championship game. And again, Jalen Hurts, he's coming off an injury too. He's had a shoulder injury that's been bothering him for the latter part of the season. Didn't have to throw the ball a lot against the Giants. Didn't have to throw the ball a lot last week against the 49ers. Is he close to 100%? I guess we're going to find out tomorrow. 
So Chiefs pass defense is not as good as the San Francisco pass defense. And if Jalen Hurts can throw the ball, I think that's an advantage Eagles. Eagles defensive line is just out of control. I mean, they have the number two defense. The first one is the 49ers, and the Eagles blew them out last week. Again, extenuating circumstances with the quarterback getting hurt uh, and having to come in and not being able to throw the ball. But that defensive line is pretty sick. And with Hassan Reddick at linebacker, look out. Uh, And the secondary, on top of that defensive line and linebacking crew, I mean, the Eagles' defense is just lights out. So I give the advantage to the Eagles, and that's who I'm taking in this game. Right now, the line is Eagles giving a point and a half. Over-under is 51. I'm not touching the over-under. I don't like over-unders, but I like the Eagles in this game. Actually, I love the Eagles in this game, John. I love the Eagles giving a point and a half. So I'm going with the Eagles giving a point and a half. And I just look at the stats. And and if, you know, for everybody out there that's looked at and listened to our podcast, I'm a stat guy. Eagles defense, listen to this. Yards allowed, second. Point uh, passing yards, first. Rushing, a little shaky, 18. Pa- uh, points per game giving up, 20.2. Chiefs defense. Yards allowed 11th, passing 18th, rushing 9th, points per game giving up 21.7. Wow, look at that. Vegas sets a line at a point and a half, and you have 21.7 points per game given up by the Chiefs, and the Eagles giving up 20.2. What's the difference? Yeah, point and a half. Crazy how the line just sort of sits that way. Offense. Let's look at it. Here's where the Chiefs have a little bit of an advantage. But again, when you look at points given up or points scored, it's basically the same thing as the defense. That's why this game is going to be so close. Eagles offense, yards, third in the league. Passing yards, ninth in the league. Rushing, fifth in the league. Points scored, third in the league, 28.1. Chiefs, first in in yards uh, gained, first in passing yards, 20th in rushing, 20th. And that's my boy, Isaiah Pacheco. We'll talk about him in a second, because I'm sure John has some something to say about our Rutgers product. And we have points scored first in the league, 29.2. When you look at it, 29.2 versus 28.1. It's 1, 1.1 points. Defense, 1.5. The line is set at 1.5. I'm taking the Eagles. I think this game is not going to be 1.5. Honestly, I think it's going to be a good game, but I like the Eagles to win by at least a field goal, if not a touchdown. Props. Real quick, John, because I'll let you just tell me all about the props. I'm sticking with the same props I've had all year long because I give you my props on the Jet game. John gives you the props on the Eagle game. I'm giving you the same props that I give you week in, week out, almost, on the Eagles. Give me her, give me Sanders over rushing yards. 
61 and a half rushing yards. I think given the fact that the Chiefs are, you know, they're ninth against the run, but I think Sanders is going to have a big rushing game. Although I think Hertz is too. I'm a little concerned about the shoulder. So I'm going Sanders over rushing yards, 61 and a half. Dallas Goddard every week. I have taken him. If you listen to every single podcast, over 47 and a half receiving yards. And one prop that I'm going to give you, and this is the reason why I'm giving it to you, is because I'm not so sure about Hertz's shoulder, but I'm going to give you an under. Under passing attempts for Jalen Hurts, under 31 and a half uh, passing attempts, plus 100. So it's even money on DraftKings. Sanders is minus 110 on DraftKings. Goddard is minus 135 on DraftKings. And then give me two Chiefs receivers. Props. Give me Travis Kelsey all day long. John, we've taken Kelsey every single week. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. Over 78 and a half receiving yards. Minus 120 on DraftKings. And here's another one. Here's one that I have not taken all year long. But I think he's going to be a factor in this game. Kadarius Tony, the ex-New York Giant, over combo yards, combo rushing and receiving, 34 and a half, 34 and a half combo receiving and rushing yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. And of course, it wouldn't be a, a wagers Ragers podcast if I didn't take field goal kickers. So give me Harrison Butker over one and a half field goals, minus 125 on DraftKings and the kicker for the Eagles, Elliott, over one and a half field goals, minus 105 on Giraffe Kings. Those are my props. E A G L E S. Eagles in a blowout. John, I know you have a lot to say. Tell me, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Well, that's my hope, man. I definitely appreciate the support there. I'm as pumped as you are, as as uh, you might guess here. I mean, this is really everybody's talking about it as if this is a clash of the titans. Most people believe this is truly the two best team. These are the two best teams in the league this year. Both number one seeds, both sixteen and three. Both teams scored exactly five hundred and forty six points this year. Patrick Mahomes named MVP of the league. Jalen Hurts runner up for MVP. But the Chiefs, man, they're the Chiefs, okay? This is their third Super Bowl in four years. They beat the Niners, then lost to the Bucks, and now they're back again. Andy Reid has been, you know, in the upper echelon of the uh, NFL coaching supremacy for years now. Patrick Mahomes, maybe the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, and one day could challenge Tom Brady for greatest quarterback of all time. So when I'm thinking about a way to bet this game, I think about what's the game strategy? What do I think the teams will do? What makes sense to me? The Eagles all year have made a habit out of attacking early, throwing the ball early, scoring, and then running the ball for the rest of the game. Can they do that here? I hope so, because I think that's what makes the most sense. you got to get points off the board. Then you got to try to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. What about the Chiefs? i got to be honest with you. I've changed my mind <clears throat> on this recently. Um, or at least how to defend it. I think the Chiefs, instead of going for, you know, chunks of yardage, 
might try to do what the Saints did near the end of the year against the Eagles. The Eagles' worst game of the year was against the New Orleans Saints. Now, granted, Gardner Minshew was the quarterback, not Jalen Hurts, for that game. But the New Orleans Saints had long drives, kept the Eagles' offense off the field, and ended up winning the game. I could see uh, Andy Reid devising a game plan where Patrick Mahomes dinks and dunks, tries to get to the middle of the field with Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster, dumps the ball off to McKinnon and Pacheco, and keeps Jalen Hurts off the field, getting some scores and forcing the Eagles to throw and play catch-up as opposed to run the ball like they normally do in the second half. But if you're the Eagles, how do you defend that? My initial thought was that Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles' defensive coordinator, would do what he's done for most of his time in Philadelphia, and that's play like a shell coverage, keep everything in front of you, don't give up any big plays. But I don't know, man. Personally, I'm not super afraid of the Chiefs' outside receivers, whether you're talking about Kadarius Toney or MBS or any of these other guys. I feel pretty good with Darius Slay and James Bradbury on the outside. So I think what I would do what sort of makes sense here is to play more aggressively. Bracket Travis Kelsey. You're not going to stop him, but with the idea that the Chiefs are going to go to the middle of the field, shorter passes, try to control the clock, double Travis Kelsey, try to put an end to that, and dare the Chiefs to <clears throat> throw the ball deep and outside to their wide receivers. Plus, on top of that, the Eagles have had this incredible pass rush this year and if they can force Patrick Mahomes to hold the ball and wait for the long throw, maybe the pass rush actually has a chance to get there. How do these two teams match up? JT, you've sort of alluded to this already. They match up evenly. Again, identical records, identical points scored so far this year. Both teams, oddly enough, are top 10 defenses in terms of yards given up per game. But the Eagles, according to TeamRankings.com, were actually number one, giving up 38 yards less per game than Kansas City does. Uh, the last category here on the matchup I've got is Patrick Mahomes, who's working on becoming an all-time great already, and Jalen Hurts. Mahomes is the guy who's been there before. Hurts is the guy who's made the big leap from year two to three. How will they perform on the NFL's biggest stage? So how do I see it playing out? I don't really love Kansas City going in as an underdog. I mean, it's the Chiefs for crying out loud. Again, this is their third Super Bowl in four years. They've been successful and one of the NFL's best teams for years now. They've got one of the all-time great coaches in Andy Reid. Everyone on his coaching staff has been there before. And they've got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So they might have, maybe, arguably, the two best players on the field. Oddly enough, though, since Championship Sunday... I felt oddly confident and calm about it. I felt like the Eagles were going to pull out this game the entire time because they seemed like the more complete team overall throughout the year. It was really only in the last couple of days when I started thinking about it more and more, and I was like, well, you know what? The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Mahomes is Mahomes. You know, they could easily win this game. What will it come down to? I'm thinking, like most big football games, it comes down to a battle of the trenches. But according to Pro Football Focus, the Eagles went wire to wire as the number one ranked offensive line in the league. They're healthy. 
Jordan Mailata, one of the greatest stories in NFL history, a guy who played professional rugby in Australia, was a seventh-round pick of the Eagles without ever having watched a football game, is now one of the best left tackles in the league. Obviously, Jason Kelsey, as you mentioned before, JT, is the Eagles center. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Lane Johnson at right tackle might be one of the best right tackles, if not the best in the game. Isaac Sayamalu, Landon Dickerson, the second-round pick out of Alabama, is healthy enough to play. This offensive line is ready to go. Nevertheless, Kansas City Chiefs offensive line does not quite match up to the level that the Eagles offensive line does. But the KC offensive line is still not the tattered offensive line that was in front of number 15 and that couldn't hold the Bucks back in Super Bowl 54. KC's line is actually graded out as number four overall by PFF. Meanwhile, I said it before, the Eagles' pass rush is key in this game. They led the league in sacks per game. They led the league in total sacks. But the Chiefs allowed the third least number of sacks on the year. How do you reconcile that? Well, I think a huge part of that is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, number one, doesn't hold the ball, but he has an ability to scramble to buy himself more time and just doesn't take that many sacks. So what's going to give? Something's got to give. This is what I think it is. Kansas City right tackle Andrew Wiley might be the weak link of the Kansas City offensive line. This year, according to Pro Football Focus again, he gave up nine sacks and 49 total pressures on the year. Who is he going to match up with most of the time? The same Hassan Reddick that you were just talking about, JT. The best free agent signing of the year in the NFL – one of Howie Roseman's best signings ever for the Eagles. He had 16 sacks in the regular season, another three and a half in the playoffs, including the strip sack that again knocked Brock Purdy out of the NFC Championship game. Also, side note real quick, the San Francisco 49ers, the biggest group of whiners I've ever seen in my life. There's been player after player after player for the Niners coming out over the last week, complaining and whining about losing that game. Look, dudes, you lost. You were never going to win the game. It's over. Also, even though the Eagles and Chiefs are both number one seeds in their respective conferences, there's been a lot of talk over the last week about the Eagles playing a much easier schedule. However, if you look at it a little bit deeper, against playoff teams, teams that were bound for the playoffs this year, the Eagles were 7-1, and and they had a plus 115-point differential, which is 51 points better than any other team. I think this Eagles team is legit. I think the Eagles have the advantage in the trenches and in in the pass rush. So I think that means overall the Eagles will win the game. I'm taking the Eagles to cover the one and a half. Uh, The the schedule stats come from the ringer.com, but I am taking the Eagles minus one and a half. Time for some prop corn. Let's bust out some props real quick. See a prop, take a prop. Oddly enough, I'm going to come to this near the end here. Uh, You know, we're a different kind of football betting podcast, right? You've got the sharps out there that, you know, those guys can barely watch a game and give you good advice on betting because they play the, the percentages and the statistics and they know about all that stuff. Our podcast is a little bit more based on watching the games. It's for the average Joe who's out there betting the games and just likes football. Okay. So we want it to be fun. Um, it's funny. I heard some, you know, experts talking this week about betting the Super Bowl. It's the most bet sporting event in the world. Right. And that means there's lots and lots of people betting that normally don't bet. So what that means is 
uh, you want to look at the unders more often than you normally do because the average John Q public doesn't want to bet an under. Neither do I, right? It's not as fun as, you know, cheering for more scoring. So you want to watch how those overs get bet, especially close to the Super Bowl, and look at the unders. And I am going to look at that, but again, that's just not what's fun to me. I want to pick bets that are fun to me, and they generally are overs. And I'm going to start with my man, Jalen Hurts, over one and a half passing touchdowns. I'm going to take the over on that. It's minus 110 on DraftKings, minus 105 on FanDuel. Betting 101, shop around a little bit, even if it's just the two majors. Take it at FanDuel. Kansas City gave up the most passing touchdowns in the league this year. I'm thinking about game script. Will the Eagles be aggressive early and throw the ball early? I think so. That plays into this prop. Kansas City, the Chiefs only gave up one passing touchdown in each of their past two playoff games. But before that, the Chiefs had given up at least two passing touchdowns in six straight games. So I'm taking Jalen Hurts over one and a half passing touchdowns. Second one I got, it's another Jalen Hurts over. Of course, he's a dual threat quarterback, but I'm not taking the rushing yards. I'm taking the rushing attempts. I'm taking the over on 10 and a half rushing attempts. He averaged 11 rushing attempts per game during the regular season. He had nine against the Giants, 11 last week against the nine. I mean, excuse me, uh, 11 in the NFC championship game against the Niners. But if we think this game is going to be close, and I think we both do, or at least that's the way to think about it when you're betting, Hurts had 11 or more carries in seven of seven games that were decided by one score or less this year. That's if you throw out the Week 18 Giants game because the Eagles were just not running Hurts at all to, to account for his injury. That comes from Jay Croucher from NBC uh, NBC. Uh, on the uh, Fantasy Happy Hour podcast with Matthew Barry. I'm taking Jalen Hurts over. I think he's running more than 10 and a half times. Give me the over, 11. Boston Scott, another favorite prop of mine, is Boston Scott over on rushing yards. I got it at seven and a half rushing yards. Right now it's gone up to eight and a half, minus 120 on DraftKings, minus 122 on FanDuel. I liked it already. I think Boston Scott is a sneaky uh, player to take a look at because I don't think a lot of people outside of Philadelphia think about him as being a major player on the Eagles team. But if you look at the stats, he's been playing more and more over the last four weeks, his stat, his snap count has gone up and he's averaged nearly 30%, a 30% snap share, which is up considerably from his share up to that point. And it's not just a situation where, like, the last two weeks the Eagles got up, they were playing inferior teams so they could just run the ball in the second half. His carries did not all come in the second half. As a matter of fact, in the last two playoff games, Boston Scott went over seven and a half rushing yards in the first half of each game. i got to give some love to Sal Vetri, who has a YouTube channel where he talks about props. He was the one that put me on to those two snap stats about the snap share and the first half covers. So check out Sal Vetri on YouTube. Number four, I like Dallas Goddard, who I've ridden all year long over on receiving yards. Right now, you can get it on FanDuel, 49.5 receiving yards at minus 110. On DraftKings, you can get a better number, 47.5 receiving yards at minus 135. Not great juice, but I'll still take it. Dallas Goddard averaged 58.5 receiving yards a game during the regular season, had 58 against the Giants, only 23 against uh, the Niners. But again, the Eagles didn't have to throw at all in the second half. 
Dallas Goddard, again, we've said it a million times, one of the best tight ends in football and had the highest per game average for a receiving tight end, uh, second only to Mr. Travis Kelsey. Number five, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes rushing, going against the grain a little bit. He's averaged 21 yards on the ground per game this year. His prop this year is 19 and a half uh, at minus 115 on DraftKings, minus 104 on FanDuel. Obviously, he's only had eight yards rushing in the last two games. You got to worry about that ankle injury, but I would not be surprised if Mahomes takes off once or twice or three times early in the game just to give the Eagles something to think about as far as that goes. Plus, he's had a couple of weeks off uh, for rest. And the Eagles pass rush, again, formidable. He could get flushed out. If there's nobody downfield, he could take off. So uh, last two I got here, Travis Kelsey. You're right, Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. But this is what I'm looking at. I'm thinking if the Eagles do play the game the way I expect them to in bracket Kelsey, that could be a problem for him. So I was looking at taking the under. I'm still interested in the under on Kelsey receiving yards. But I looked at the numbers. I'm kind of surprised that it's only 78 and a half receiving yards at minus 120 on DraftKings and 79 and a half receiving yards at minus 110 on FanDuel because his playoff records is so, is so fantastic when it comes to receiving yards. Those numbers don't really scare me. They're not crazy numbers. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait until Super Bowl someday. Wait for that number to creep, creep up. I bet you, I bet you, no pun intended, that number creeps up over 80, over 81, 80, over 82. If it hits 82 and a half or more, I'm going to take the under on Travis Kelsey receiving yards. Believe it or not, I know you disagree with me on that, but that's just how I see the game playing out. Last one I got, I got the coin toss, baby. Tails never fails. Give me the coin toss. Uh, same juice, whether you're talking about heads or tails on that. All-time tails is up 29 to 27 in Super Bowl history, according to Sporting News, as far as the coin toss in the Super Bowl games. It's been heads each of the last two years. So tails is due. One more interesting fact, not a prop, but the winner of the coin toss, if I'm reading this correctly, lost the last eight Super Bowls in a row. That's what I got, man. I had circled on my list, John, who do you like on the coin toss? Because I like tails and you like tails. Who doesn't so like tails? Together, we like tails. And we are on the same page as to who is going to win and who is going to cover this game. It's going to be your, not mine, your Philadelphia Eagles. And I think on the props right now, because I have circled Travis Kelsey with a TBD, the only prop that you and I are both on at the same one is Dallas Goddard over receiving yards. So, John, I wish your team the best of luck. I will be rooting for that Kelly Green team from the NFC to win their second Super Bowl in probably, what, the last five years? Five. And now we move on to the last phase for the capper on the 2022-2023 NFL season. Guys and girls, get your popcorn ready. Order your wings. Order your pizza for your Super Bowl Sunday. And we are on 
to our tracks of the week. And I hope and I pray, John, for your Philadelphia Eagles, not just to win the game, but to dominate and annihilate. Annihilate the Kansas City Chiefs. So, my track of the week, old school Junior Vasquez when Junior Vasquez popped that CD out. One of the greatest tracks on that CD was Annihilate by Major North. And that's my track of the week. I'm going old school because I want to see the Eagles annihilate the Kansas City Chiefs. Annihilate by Major North is my track of the week. John, talk to me. What I decided to do here was go back to my roots, go back to my, you know, groovy house roots, a little tech house here, a little something from my favorite record label. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Keep it consistent. Let's win the game tomorrow and let's fly Eagles fly. My track of the week, the Eagles victory song. Fly, Eagles, fly, because that's what I want to see tomorrow, baby. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! You know what, my man? I would probably be doing the same if it was the Jets in the Super Bowl, and I'd be doing... J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. But that we'll have to wait and see. But I wish you, my friend, the best of luck in the game of the season. Eagles, Chiefs, we are wagers, ragers. We have broken it down. I will tell you this. I predicted this was going to be the game this week. I picked the Chiefs laying the points. I picked the Eagles laying the points. If you listened to me, you would have won some money. And this week, take the Eagles. You're going to win some money. So as we leave you to your picks this week, let your bets be sharp and your cashes be bountiful. We are Wagers Ragers, and we shall see you in 2023 when the season starts again. Go Eagles! E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles! Go Eagles! Go! Go birds.